When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Around the horn, watch this. NFL news of the day, a stunner in Seattle. Pete Carroll out as head coach. Seahawks make the right move. And then news on the news of the day, the Chicago Bears making a decision. Head coach Matt Eberflus back in, staying. But changes coming for the Bears. And in college, down goes one, down goes two. A not-so-quiet storm. Let's go around the horn. <laughs> the quiet storm, anybody? Soft and warm, That's baby. That's for you, Yates. I knew you were there for me. You know it. to the break of Just last week, Pete Carroll said he planned on being the coach of the Seahawks next season and that he needed to do better. So it appears the news of the day is news to Pete Carroll as well. In a team release, the organization saying it's in the best interest of the franchise for Carroll's role to evolve from head coach to advisor. They called it amicable. No word yet from Pete Carroll. 14 seasons with Seattle, the winningest coach in that franchise history. 137-89 and one, of course, two Super Bowl appearances and yes, the one Super Bowl victory in the franchise history. And additionally now, seven job openings in the NFL. But this is big news. None of us expected. Clinton Yates around the horn to you. Your reaction. Yeah, I'm not exactly going to say it feels unbecoming for a man of his type of career, but there is an element of, you know, the Don is semi-retired now and we're moving on to other things. And for a guy like Carroll, who was the oldest coach in the league, people forget that, older than Bill Belichick, it kind of feels like they're just pushing him aside. And what's strange about that is for a guy that's been in the league this long, there doesn't appear to be any clear air apparent within the Seahawks system the way that you have oftentimes when NFL coaches have been in one place for quite a bit. So if the Seahawks feel that they need to move on for him, Grandpa, you can't cut the turkey anymore I get it but who else you're gonna get and he's such an icon in terms of that area and what he's done one of the few guys that's been around as long as he has 10 playoff wins in the NFL and five college bowl games nobody's ever done that mm. Woody Page your reaction Pete Carroll out Seattle my reaction to Clinton it's uh, slow down kid about talking about old people <laughs> being pushed aside uh, that's, that's not a good look for you I, I don't think it was handled very well based on what we're seeing suddenly coming out of Seattle. Uh, and I think he continued to want to coach. He had said earlier in the week that I plan to be the coach here. So I, I think this comes as much as, of a surprise to him as it does to us. Here's a guy who won a national title with the NCAA, won an uh, NFL title, and you're going to just push him aside like that and say advisor? Advisor means you got a briefcase, you're from out of town. That doesn't mean you're going to be involved in the operation in a full-time. I would guess, though, Clinton, that Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, who was there during the heyday years of the defense of Legion of Boom, he's the guy they're going to try and reach out for. Uh, would be my guess. However, I think you've got a situation here, a guy that won more than 60% of his games is going to be remembered for going for Russell Wilson over Matt Ryan, which was a doggone good 
idea at the time, as it turned out. And also, on the bad side, he didn't give it to Beast yep. Mode when he should uh, have. I was waiting for someone to oh, bring yeah. that up as well, of course. Uh, Woody, you gave us a great piece of sports trivia, sports jeopardy. Coaches who won an NCAA title and a Super Bowl title. Pete Carroll's one of the three. Woody, you know the others? Barry Switzer and Jimmy Johnson. Ah, Jimmy Johnson. There it is. <laughs> Israel Gutierrez, news of the day. Seahawks moving on from Pete Carroll, said coach. Yeah, just like a player, uh, the end of the season is probably the worst time, right at the end of the season, is the worst time to ask a coach if he wants to come back. Of course, he's going to want to come back. It feels to me like this is a situation where they sat Pete Carroll down and said, look, for you to be coaching us, it feels like we should be on the verge of a championship. It feels like we should be contending. This team, as much as we've tried to piece together a contender over the past couple of years, has gotten us into the playoffs one year and not the next. And we don't see an immediate future where that's going to happen. So we can still utilize your qualities as a coach, as a leader, somewhere in the organization. But for us to get to the point where we're contending again, maybe we do so with a younger coach. Maybe we do so with somebody who's also familiar like Quinn uh, and has been here before, but maybe has more years ahead of him and doesn't have that immediate urgency to win a championship. And so before, you know, until all these details sort of come out, to me, it doesn't seem that insulting. It seems like maybe they sort of came to a mutual decision mm -hmm. where, okay. hey, uh, a middling, middle-of-the-road team is not the type of team you need to be coaching. And Monica McNutt. I can't help but come at this question through the lens of a Commanders fan. And, like, this guy has been good to you. He's been successful. He's won 60% of his games, like Woody said. I think the record is something like 99-63 and 63 since that Super Bowl year. Yeah. Like, I get it. When you look at it, yes, there's a few 9-7 and seven seasons in there. They weren't – you don't write home about them this particular season. But he said himself, I'm not tired. I want to coach. I need to be better. I think he's earned a little bit more cachet. Just going with someone that's younger doesn't automatically equal success. And we can look around the league and see that. Lynn Yates, back to you. He's got a winning record in 11 of his 14 years, but let's not be unserious about this. If you have two Super Bowl rings, you walk out on your own terms. He doesn't. Mm, okay. Clinton Yates with a fire take there. Seven Whoa. job openings in the NFL. That's 22% uh, of the league. That's where we are right now. Who knows what lies ahead for Bill Belichick in New England. And there's also a changing of the guard here. Just a youth movement in coaches. We want to talk about another opening that didn't come. Chicago. The famed will they, won't they. The Bears finally making a decision. They were radio silent for days after the season. Was Matt Eberflus just flapping in the breeze? No, he'll be back as head coach. But there is a makeover here coming to the offense. The OC, Luke Getze, will not be brought back, as well as multiple offensive assistants. It's a half a house cleaning. What it means for Justin Fields, we shall see. Clinton Yates. What do you think of this move in Chicago to bring back Eberflus? I've said over the course of the years on this program, my issue with the Chicago Bears was that they could not figure out an actual plan and stick to it. Everybody at Hallis Hall was trying to blame everybody else at Hallis Hall about what was happening at Soldier Field, and all this equivocation led to the fact that they couldn't figure anything out. At the very least, they've taken a half step towards a plan, but the big decision is still what happens with Justin Fields and if they're going to keep him as a quarterback or not. You can do what you want with these coordinators. You can blame the type of offense they're running or blame who's got what scheme or whatnot, but if the person in charge does not have faith in the quarterback, then you're not going to have a situation that's going to lead to a winning scenario for Chicago. So, yeah, some credit for it, but the big chip still has to fall for what they're doing out there in China. Woody Page, how do you gauge a opening here for the OC position where the head coach is still locked in after two seasons of a losing year 
and then a quarterback who no one knows whether they're committed to or not. Well, you could take the stance that the commanders, when they had another name, did when they drafted RG3 and they also had Kirk Cousins come in in the same draft. You can draft another quarterback. You could trade down and maybe go for uh, a Penix out of uh, Washington and say, let's have both those guys there and see how it works out. I mean, I don't think that's the worst plan in the world, but I think you, you, you look to a different system other than the Green Bay Packers. The last two guys that came out of there, the offensive coordinators, have not succeeded in the NFL. So I would go to the San Francisco 49ers and get one of those guys that were trained in the Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan system, and that would be a guy named Clay Kubiak, who is their passing games coordinator. Bring him in. Have somebody with that kind of influence that you say, it's your offense Eberflus can say the defense belongs to mine. They did improve down the stretch in the last five games. They won four of them, although they weren't scoring points. So the problem is on the offense, and you've got to go out and find the best young man you possibly can, and that's Kubiak. Is Real Gutierrez. Yeah, this sort of played itself out, I think, over the last few weeks where you saw a, a Bears team where – despite losing their defensive coordinator earlier in, early in the season, really kept themselves afloat with that defense. It was clear the uh, offense was the problem. When it comes to Justin Fields, I read a quote from an unnamed veteran of, of the Bears saying, we think he is a top 10 quarterback in this league, or at least eventually will be. Nobody in this locker room thinks he is not that. So when you put that together, you say, okay, let's get rid of the offensive coordinator. DJ Moore's not really performing the way we want him to. Let's get rid of the wide receivers coach, and let's redo everything there because we've got the first pick, which we could either use or get a bunch back for. We've got the ninth pick in that draft. So it's really easy to sort of look, envision rebuilding that offense with a new coordinator, with a new receivers coach, and saying, hey, let's ride that defensive success and pair it with some defense decent offensive coaching, and we've got something here because they weren't very far from a playoff spot this year. And Monica McNutt. This doesn't sound productive. It sounds like a whole bunch of nothing in terms of activity. One, if you're, to Woody's point, if you want to go get Kubiak, is there an assurance that Iberflus is going to be in place beyond that? Like, why would he take a job and only potentially be there for a year? Then, if you keep Justin Fields, but you're changing this offense again, like, you're giving him now his third offense in a span of four years? Like, it just seems like this was half-baked. To Clinton's point, to use his words, it's a half-step, but it doesn't seem very productive. Either do it or don't. So you can give whatever quarterback you go with an actual chance to succeed. I was just going to say, that's the issue, is that they found a way, if it was the, wasn't the coach, it was the quarterback. If it was the quarterback, it was the scheme. If it was the scheme, well, maybe there's another quarterback. At some point, you've got to make a choice with the people you got there and say, this is what it is. It either fails or it works. Yates 12, page 22, Gutierrez 11, McNutt 9, NBA by herself next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from above the Heineken River Deck. The Lakers took 23 free throws in the fourth quarter yesterday. Let's start there. That's outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in the, in the fourth quarter. They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. That's just a taste from Toronto coach Darko Ryakovich. The cold stares he was giving everybody in that room could have lasted the entirety of our show with the PTI. Final was LA 132, Toronto 131. Clinton, were the Raptors robbed by the refs in LA? They were. Typically when you hear these kind of complaints, they're the type of things that coaches compile over time that the average fan doesn't notice. In this case, it was obvious. It felt like the Lakers were getting handed this game towards the end of it. And also, A-plus, by the way, for Darko, for going on a solid rant in his non-mother tongue, which is something I always appreciate as a bilingual person, is getting his point across so extremely well. Execution off the charts. Woody, you've heard a lot of these in your time covering the game. Where did this one rank, and were the Raptors robbed? I'm buying me some Darko, and so is Drake. He came out last night and applauded the Raptors coach for what he said. And I think that one of the best quotes I ever heard in basketball when he said, it was a complete crap. And that's exactly <laughs> right. When you, are, uh, when you are, have a deficit of 22 to 3 in the fourth quarter at the free throw line, two. something's yeah. not right. Yeah. Israel Gutierrez, were the Raptors robbed? I've been giving Darko a standing ovation since last night. Okay, the nonsense started in the fourth quarter. Jared Vanderbilt got an and-one bucket on a slight bump. Scotty Barnes, the very next two buckets he got in the paint, got the same bump, no call. Jared Vanderbilt going into this game, four free throws on the season. Scotty Barnes, 140 free throw attempts on the season. It's Sometimes it's clear and obvious when it's going one way, but it really went south when Emmanuel quickly got a flagrant offensive foul for basically bad defense by the Lakers when he hit him with an elbow in the face. You can't defend with your face. Stop making that call. I hate that call. The NBA needs to change that. And Monica, we, we've done this before. We've talked about free throw disparity in games before. Never, I mean, this is an enormous number, 23 to 2. Do the Raptors have legitimate beef, and how should the NBA feel today? All right, so I agree with Izzy that the beef was more about the flagrant against Emmanuel that altered the opportunity for the Raptors to actually win that ball game. This is the second time that the Raptors have been involved in a game like this, and it also came with another big guy who forces the issue, and it was against the Milwaukee Bucks, right? I do think that it was lopsided, but I'm not ready to put it all on the refs in terms of costing the Raptors the game, but there should not be this great a disparity in fouls in the fourth quarter, especially with a guy like Scotty, Scotty Barnes on the floor. Mm. By Daughter of a ref. Too, we move on. A question I don't don't <laughs> ask you unless yeah. you're a professional. <laughs> Are you as confident as Draymond Green? I'm very confident I can remove the antics. You know, nobody's worried about 
how I carry myself in the game of basketball, but it's the antics. So that's my focus. You know, it's not on changing who I am completely. Like, you don't change the spots on the leopard. Monica, how do you hear green there? You don't change the spots on a leopard is the thing that I hear lately or the most important from that. And I'm just not sold on this, Tony. Like, and honestly, this might be dirty. Say what you want. But if I'm a competitor, am I absolutely trying to bait you into doing something stupid to get you off the floor? For sure. So I just, we'll see what happens. Clearly, there's less room for the excuse making that has gone on to this Okay, point. so the headline uh, in some places and the one I gave you was he's confident he can turn down the antics, but what you took away was that last line, you can't change the spots on a leopard. All right, Israel Gutierrez, how about you? Well, he has no choice but to get rid of the antics, so you have to have confidence in that. And so basically the antics are, hey, keep your limbs to yourself and stop MFing the referees. Like, that's basically what it is. And can he play without that? Yeah, we've seen him play just be a physical force, just be a leader type. But yeah, he got a little bit away from himself because he all of this was allowed for way too long. He was coddled, and now he's gotten away with everything. Now they're basically saying you're not getting away with anything, so cut it out. And if he wants to continue his career, he has no choice but to do so. Is that how you hear it, Woody Page? Yeah, he's 33 years old, and he's talking about changing spots. He's been a deaf leopard for uh, the entire time he's been <laughs> in the NBA. And for him to actually say that's going to uh, happen, he's got to prove it to the world and to the NBA and to the opposition that he is a changed man. I would have thought it would have taken longer before he came back, really. But he thinks he can get, uh, get back into the game now? Okay. Let's see. Yeah, and I would say it should take longer based on what I heard. I'm all for giving Draymond a second chance. But the explanation of this to me was uh, uh, incomprehensible. I mean, you're going to say that, oh, yeah, I've been costing my team and now I can flip the script as if you didn't understand what was happening the whole time before and it's that easy to do it? What's going on here, man? The goal here is don't hurt other people. That's the primary. It's not about whether or not you figured out that this is the way you can play basketball or you can't. If you're a risk to the other people in the league, you got to figure it out. This revealed much more than I thought that it would, and I kind of feel bad for Draymond that they got him out here so early in this situation. Well, he put himself out there, right? It was on his podcast that he was still sure. <laughs> do, right. doing the work there. Let me pour some more sugar on Woody Page. <laughs> Fire sell through Eric Spolstra's extension with the Miami Heat. Eight years, $120 million. That's the record for coaching, not just the NBA, all sports continentally. Israel Gutierrez, buy or sell this long-term extension. Well, I'm buying it. Low-key, my favorite part is LeBron James saying it's well-deserved. When he got to Miami, he tried to nudge Spolster out the door. Uh, that speaks to me, though, about the loyalty that the Heat will show, have shown Eric Spolster from video coordinator all the way through, struggling early on with the big three, through that 2011 finals where he got outcoached by Rick Carlisle a little bit. And now, since then, five finals appearances, doing the most with what a lot of people would say was lesser talent. It's 100% well-deserved. Monica McNutt? Uh, the first word that came to mind for me was stability. And good on Pat Riley and the organization for honoring a guy that's been able to keep them afloat. They've avoided y'all for real. They really have avoided the rebuild, which we thought was kind of unheard of at points. So, yeah. Clint Yates? 
Yeah, Pat Riley is the greatest executive in North American sports history as far as I'm concerned. And this was emblematic of that. One of the things I like about the Heat is that it feels real on a lot of levels. I remember when Jimmy Butler came out in Spoh's college jersey as a way to show solidarity with the guy that had come up through the video ranks in sort of the modern NBA. And you think to yourself, who, how much is he getting paid before this if this guy is now just getting this much money? Good for you, Spo. Good job. page. Well-deserved. He's always been in the shadow, Pat Riley. Now he can be out in the sunlight. Oh, Woody Page. (laughs) No, and he has enough points to advance to keep it buried to the board. (laughs) The highest coach, paid coach in the history of continental sports. Then you have to rise up to the intercontinental champion. And after that, you got to go to the heavyweight champion (laughs) of the world. All right. Oh, wow. Thanks for your time. Yates, Page, showdown. Two minutes. Sweaters versus sweaters. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Teams within an hour of each other last night. Down goes Purdue to Nebraska. Down goes Houston to Iowa State. Clinton, what's the big takeaway from college basketball last night? The Huskers were not losing in Lincoln last night. They made 14 threes. Seven different guys made them. They got a Hoiberg and a headband making hustle plays for the Huskers, and they rushed the court even though they have the exact same conference record. What a night. Mm -hmm. Woodrow. Clinton, that's not a big picture. The big picture is this is going to be a balanced season. We're going to see this happening back and forth all season long. When you've got Arizona out there, Kansas, Kentucky, uh, UConn, those teams are going to be number one as we go along. And we're now in the conference schedule of the year. This is when yes, you'll see the balance. Yes, the passage My of point time exactly. Exists. It was a one-of-one one <laughs> night. That's not, we'll <laughs> it's not happening again. Point. We'll move on. Where was Wink? It was a giant mess this week. Defensive coordinator Rick Martindale reportedly cursed out head coach Brian Dayball when he heard Dayball fired two of his defensive assistants. He left the building. He went and flew home. That was days ago. Today, the news came out. The Giants and Martindale have agreed to part ways. Woody, what's the moral of the story? Uh, Stop the cursing. I would be number one on television or in the coach's office, but I've known Wing Markdale for years and years. He's a calm kind of force. The ball is the one who is loud talking. He'll find a job right away because he is one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. 
The moral of the story is be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. This is a soprano storyline here, Tone. You hire the young guy to come in. The other guy says, I don't need this at all. And then he decides he's going to walk out. That's why Dayball was a risky hire to begin with. But, hey, your team is as good as is mine. Then Yates, 30 seconds of FaceTime. Oh. On Monday, Historically Black University, Fisk University, will be holding the MLK Invitational for Women's Gymnastics. The head coach there, Corinne Tarver, I don't want to get that wrong, she has invited five other sisters, black female head gymnastics coaches, to be part of a historic meet there on campus in Nashville. A fantastic way to celebrate the legacy of MLK in a city that has one of the most intense civil rights histories in this nation. I'll be there. It's going to be something that's never happened before. So if you're in down, check it out. Thank you, Clint Yates, today's champion. Woody Page, don't get so down on yourself. Well, yeah, you're stuck on 666 wins right now. We'll get to throw. Right now, black cats are running away from Woody Page. That's, that's what's going on with him. On a 23 and a half hour break, we'll see you tomorrow.